in the episode 100 of Fired Up. That's right, it's the 100th episode extravaganza. That's what we're calling it. That's going to be the title of the of the episode. I'm Mike Gelato. Joining me as always, Dom Console, Chris Lucia. What's going on, fellas? What's going on, boys? Uh, not much, not much. It's it's going to be a great fun night. We got a whole bunch of stuff planned throughout the night. Going to have various guests on. It should be very fun. Um, listen, April 27th, 2021, that was our first episode almost two years ago. Um, and here we are, 100 episodes later. We still having tech issues. Uh, Dom, we're 100 episodes in, and your listen, headphones can't connect. What's going on? Listen, listen. Well, they did connect. I, I figured it out. We always figure it out, right? <laughs> yeah, 100 yeah, episodes yeah. of uh, uh, tech issues, 100 episodes of my cat making noise. I'm sure you guys will hear it tonight. I got the laser pointer just so she doesn't make any noise. Um, she's very talkative. Uh, you know, a hundred, I'm, I, for some reason, I mean, I, I got, I got soccer on right now cause there's no other sport on right there's now. Hockey. And what do you, and there's, and like El Salvador is getting sprayed. His back is getting sprayed. I don't know what's going on. It's a hundred episodes. What, what game? Mike, what, uh, it's Mike, the US. What's our, what's our over under on Dom's phone percentage? We gotta it's, go higher. It's, it's been higher recently. Yeah. I'm going to say 60. 64 and a half. That's my I go over. I'm gonna go. You hit the over, Dom. What is your phone at? What? What? So, are you going over or under? Me? Yeah. Well, I set the line. I'll go under. I think it's under that. 64 and a half. Okay. It is under. Oh, come on. How much under? Not by. Not by much. 56. That's a pretty good line by me. I like it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh no. That's. I. I would say, on a day like today, um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, it's it's. That's probably a little, a little high for this point in the day for, for where I'm at. It's, it's usually around like in the mid 40s at this point. Well, like three months ago, it'd be on like four percent. It would no, it'd be dead. <laughs> it'd be dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he would be. We would be doing our top five of you know uh, top five with his phone basically dying <laughs> on like one percent. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to get it in. Um, but before we get started, got got to tell everybody about our sponsor, Manscaped. Um. They just released their Beard Hedger Pro Kit. It's got the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. It has the uh, Beard Shampoo and Conditioner, the Beard Oil, the Beard Balm. Uh, lots of good stuff there. The Performance Package 4.0 is a really great product as well. Use promo code FIRED UP to get 20% off uh, and free shipping at manscaped.com. Uh, help, the many, uh, help, get, help achieve the cleanest beard look in the game um, at Manscaped. Uh, and you can also check out SeatGeek, $20 off your per first purchase using the code fired up, um, or fired up sports. Sorry, uh, should we, you want to bring our first guest in right away? We're constantly ready to load it. Well, right. well, you want go, go ahead, Chris. Oh, no, no, you're good. You're good. I thought you were going to re get them, like you know, intro them in. <laughs> well, here we go. We got we got from the from the Pilot podcast, John. Um, guys, is it just you tonight, or is Michael joining us? I don't think Michael's joining us. He's in college right now. He's uh, he's a junior <laughs> at St. Joe's. I okay. think he's uh. He's either doing homework or shotgunning a beer right now. I don't know which one. We're both at the same there's time. No, there's no, no in between. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, can we do I, actually, he's probably, let's be honest, he's probably doing both. <laughs> yeah, I, I would time. be disappointed. I would be disappointed if he wasn't doing either of those things right now. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, but before we get into, we're obviously going to talk a little Eagles. Before we get into all that, tell us kind of about the uh, the show, how you guys, you know, came together, formed, formed the podcast. Just oh, give us a little uh, information yeah. about so, the pod. Uh, during the pandemic, uh, when we were all uh, bored out of our minds, we uh, we wanted something to do. And uh, 
my cousin and I, we just talk sports all the time. And I've done podcasts in the past. So I said to him, I said to him and our fr- and his friend, Ethan, I said, I think we could do a podcast together because basically for most podcasts are just people talking sports and stuff. They just record themselves doing it. So that, that all sounds very familiar. Yeah. Because <laughs> Mike I'm and sure, I yeah, are cousins. Uh, you know, and, uh, I, uh, and then Chris was my buddy. And we, 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 it, here we are. Li- we, we were, you know, bored. <laughs> we always talked about sports. So why not hit record? Exactly. Exactly. Um, we can get kind of in, into the Eagles. I know, I know you obviously big football guy. Um, you specifically said you want to talk Eagles. So let's get at it. Yeah. Cause I saw Cause you know, I, we have other hosts coming on and they want, I mean, obviously there's huge flyers news today Yep. and Phillies and Sixers. So I didn't want to step on anyone else's toes. No one mentioned the, the Eagles. Technical uh, difficulties. Yeah, I think he froze. Uh oh. Uh oh. We'll have the turntables. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give him a, a minute or two. Oh, there he is. Oh, we lost him. We lost him. Yeah. Again, it would not be 100 episodes of Fired <laughs> Up. We can't hear you, John. <laughs> uh oh. We see you moving. No audio. All right, and he's gone. And um, I'm sure, he had something, I'm sure he had something riveting to say. Just like that, he consoled out of here. <laughs> yes, we uh, we we're starting off hot here. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's listen. I guess it's a good thing that we started a little early because he wasn't even supposed. To, you know, we were supposed to have him until nine oh five. Um, so we started a little early, get these thing, you know things kind of rolling. We we're going to talk Eagles. Um, I was I was going to ask him an Eagles question, and what do you guys have on the Eagles until he comes back? Why is uh, um, Chauncey Gardner Johnson still running his mouth? Because that's that's what he does. Oh my God, he's such a troll lately. Who me? Yes. No, 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 no. <laughs> DJ, DJ. Surprise! <laughs> sorry, sorry, but I had some technical difficulties. I don't know what just happened. I'm, I'm on. Uh, Believe me, on I understand. <laughs> you have Comcast, dude. I just I did a pod Sunday, and the power went out. Oh, it's thought- never good. I thought my I thought my generator I heard it like vibrating and I was like oh snap I was like oh no and then when we came back on like a minute later but I had to wait for my internet to reboot but yeah yeah you know before I guess before before I cut out I was talking like you know we're gonna probably get the full smorgasbord of Philadelphia sports so I thought you know no one mentioned the Eagles I thought I'd just bring up the, the Eagles right now so yeah like this is a uh, it's a bit of a quiet time at the moment. It's like the calm before the storm, the drafts in a month. But I thought today was interesting at the owners' meetings. Harry Roseman was there, and I thought he kind of he gave the spin. I don't know what you guys have been bringing up with the Eagles so far. Like I don't know. Like what are your takes of what's happened the last couple of weeks? Uh, Mike and Chris hate C.J. Gardner Johnson. Um, I've turned on him. I, I, I think I, I, I mean, I, I'm not happy to see him go, but uh, I understand um, taking the more, more money for this year. Um, I don't know what else is going on. Uh, they Lane Johnson, right? He, he, he got an extra year on his deal. Pave the um, lane. Yep. Uh, what else? What else is yeah, going well, on? My, I mean, my, my number one priority I, I thought going in was, was uh, Garner Johnson locking him up. That obviously didn't happen. You they they extend Slay, which I thought was a little bit of a surprise. 
considering by all accounts he was going to get cut, right? So it was very weird. Um, all season. The yeah, one and- thing, the one thing that hasn't happened yet that I'm really surprised about is the Jalen Hurts extension. Well, they just said they're they're working on like that's us. They want that in place. Like that's their next thing that they're working towards. Yeah. Yeah, I just saw today that Justin Herbert and the Chargers and Joe Burrow and the Bengals are they're working on their extension. So if this is going to hit, it's going to be like a domino effect. Once one guy signs, then the next guy's going to sign, then the next guy's going to sign. I do, you know, I'm not worried about a Hertz extension. I mean, I think Howie, I think Howie's more concerned about getting him locked up and then managing the cap from there because that's going to be the biggest marker on your cap is going to be what you're going to have to pay Jalen Hurts and rightfully so he's the most important player on the team you know I, I you know I, I've seen some people say Lane Johnson's the most important player on the team he's definitely like top three or top two important on the team but it's a quarterback driven league and it's important to get Jalen Hurts locked up long term especially now that with this new influx of quarterbacks coming in. I mean, we might be seeing quarterbacks making $60 million a year. Like, what's Trevor Lawrence going to get if he takes the Jaguars to the Super Bowl the next couple seasons? Well, do you, John, do you as an Eagles fan, do you want Hurts to set the market, or are you waiting for Burrow and and uh, Herbert to set the market? Like, what do you think is going to be best for the Philadelphia Eagles? I, I mean, ideally – Hurts to sign first because that means that the other guys would probably want more. Um, I mean, the and thing they, with Jalen, show they probably deserve more, right? I mean, Hurts had a great last year, but you know, Burrow and Herbert year after year at least put the passing numbers up. I'm not trying to say as a player, but as a passer, as a quarterback passer. Well, see, see, Chris, see, that's what's unique about Jalen Hurts is that he does two things very well and he can create plays on his own. Whereas Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow, if they can't, if a guy doesn't get open, because we look at Joe Burrow, if a guy doesn't get open for him, he gets the snot kicked out of him. Yeah. Guy's gotten sacked a lot in his first few years. Uh, Justin Herbert, I want to see doesn't have anyone to throw to. But I would say of all these elite, they're never healthy. Yeah, they're never, yeah. they're not on the field for him, right? Exactly. And right. Like Mike Williams is a good receiver, but like he's not AJ Brown, he's not Jamar Chase, he's not CD Lamb. He's you know I'm not trying to say he sucks, but it's like he's know. not a top. He's not a top ten wide receiver. Yeah, like if the Chargers went out and got just uh, uh, Hopkins then everyone would be hyping up the Chargers again, thinking, oh, my God, just Justin Herbert finally has a number true number one receiver, you know? But I think Keenan Allen is a, is, a, is, a, is a legit number They're one guy. Him. It's They're just – what's that? They're cutting him. No, I know, He's I know, old. I know. I'm, I'm, saying, I'm saying the last few seasons, I think Keenan Allen has, is definitely a number one guy, a, a, a legitimate threat. Um but again, he hasn't he hasn't been able to stay healthy his last couple of years. I'm not talking about going into this year. I'm just saying years past that he just he hasn't been able to stay on the field either. Yeah, it's like I think with the Chargers, it's like they're like cursed. They're just a cursed franchise. Yeah. All their <laughs> best players like literally <laughs> just all get hurt. Joey Bosa, Derwin James, Justin Herbert was hurt this this season too. He broke his ribs. Rashawn Slater got hurt. You know, it, it is what it is. 
But back to the Eagles, though. I do think that if they – like, people – I, I joked about it on my Twitter. I joked saying how he went dumpster diving, dollar store binging on free agents. You know, the highest paid guy the Eagles brought in free agency was – I believe was Terrell Edmonds at $2.5 million and he has almost zero guarantees. So he might not, he could theoretically not even make the team. Did you, uh, did you hear Rashad Penny is going to make technically less than Boston Scott? Boston Scott has more guaranteed money than Rashad Penny does. Let me, can I, can I just throw something out here guys? Cause you guys are all on Twitter. What do you think of people that tweet, or like I think people that I got honestly are like they're are like competitors, you know? But we're saying like Rashad Penny could be an elite running back if he stays healthy for the Eagles, and then underneath the tweet they would write, "Oh, he's only guaranteed five hundred thousand dollars, so they can cut him in training camp, but not all that money." <laughs> like you just said <laughs> he's going to be like the best running back in the league, and now you're saying, "Oh, it's cool because we can just." Fire him. That's like, I mean, could you imagine hiring somebody at your job saying, "Hey, this guy's gonna be really good," but you know, if we fire him next week. It's not gonna affect us at all. Capitalism. <laughs> like, what? What? Are you, what? <laughs> well, I, I think I the idea, and I said this. I said this. I'm not saying these Eagles are gonna draft Bijan Robinson the first time. I'd be surprised if they did that, but I wouldn't be surprised if they take a running back in day two, especially if they trade yeah, back I, and grab extra picks. I, I said that I said that a few weeks ago that um that I, I think they could a day two or day three get a day three running back and Penny could be the guy that probably gets most of the carries because remember two three years ago Jordan Howard averaged five yards a carry and looked like he was unstoppable behind this offensive line. Granted, this offensive line is two years older, three years older than it is than it was then, but uh, not that they could just plug any guy in. But I think I think Penny averaged like. Uh, what was it? Close to six yards a carry last year when he when when he did play. So it's again, it's just a matter of being able to play, being on the field. Your best ability is your availability. Well, and he's gave, one of those guys. They gave him Dom ten thousand dollar roster bonus every week. Yeah, like yeah. that's just incentive for him not to get hurt. But that's that's what. But that's why he he got didn't get a lot of money because he in his career he hasn't been able to stay healthy. When the Eagles signed he's a, him, he's a nice running back defensive tackle. When they showed pictures of him, like he looked like he might have put on weight. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. This That's is another injury. reason. He needs to get back in shape. But, like, dude, if you're like, too, like, oh, he's so big at 250. Yeah, he's an injury prone 250 pound running back. Dude, that's not good. Like, I don't, you know, I, you know, I'm not going to sit here. I'm not saying he blows. I'm not going to say that. But I'm just going to, like, he's, if he's the starting running back, then that kind of tells me that what they think of Kenny Gainwell and like we know Boston Scott's a very good third down change of pace guy who comes in for five to seven carries a game, you know, kills the giants. So I think they're probably going to draft a run on the running back because they like to carry four running backs. And I, you know, they picked up Trey Sermon last year. He barely played uh, Kenny Brooks, I believe was an undrafted free agent. From Oklahoma, I don't, I don't know if he can play. You know, I don't think they should bank on him either. You know, I know like Miles Sanders got a good contract, and looks. I think I don't know about you guys. Like, I thought Miles Sanders 
was a solid player for the Eagles, but I could also understand them not wanting to pay him six and a half million dollars a year with their cap issues, you know? Yeah, well, that's the best he's looked in his career with the Eagles last year on a contract year. So th- those things tend to get a little iffy long term where you pay a guy when he's the best you've ever seen him. You know what I mean? You know who's still out there that hasn't yeah. been signed yet? Kareem Hunt. The, the longer that I the market. Would not be, I would not be surprised if Kareem Hunt winds up back in Kansas City. Really? I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like. Wow. Hot take. No one's, no one's went after him. I think his incident has happened so long ago that, I mean, I don't want to bring up morality on, on here, but I also feel like Andy, if you look at some of the guys Andy Reid's brought in, like Frank Clark has had a domestic violence in his past. Andy Reid didn't care then. When he Take it back to in. the Eagles when he was here. Michael Vick. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think, I think Andy Reid just wants to win Super Bowls. And I don't think, I mean, the league doesn't, I mean, if the league doesn't care, then if you're Kansas City, like, why would they, why should they care? That's their thought process, whether you like it or not. Unfortunately, that's how they think. Um, I don't see Cream Hunt going back to the Browns. I think I would be very surprised if that happened. Yeah, same here. Um, yeah. Actually, another team I think that would bring in Cream Hunt would be the Dallas Cowboys. I think that would actually make sense for them. Yeah, I mean, he can he can power back. He can catch out of the backfield. You'd be a nice compliment to Pollard like that. Yeah. That flashing. Let me ask you guys, let me get, before I roll, because I know we got somebody else coming on, right? I got someone coming on. Yep. Yeah, about four this. minutes, five minutes. Yeah. Okay, real quick. So, I found we found this out yesterday. Uh, the Titans are apparently looking to blow their team up. So the one guy that's been mentioned, he's probably arguably the player that would get the most in a trade. I'm not going to say he's their best player, but, but defensive tackle Jeffrey Simmons. Love him. I love him. I would I would be shocked if the owner of the Titans would let the Eagles rip them off again. If I was like the like the new GM, like probably <laughs> Because the old, that's why the old GM got fired, right? They, yeah. They got, yep. Right? You know, like, why would you want to recreate the same error your predecessor made that got them fired? Because yeah. if Jeffrey Simmons goes to the Eagles and then the Eagles are like winning a bunch of games again, then like, like what are you going to do? Like, I don't know. Like, I, like, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Would you trade the 10th overall pick for Jeffrey Simmons or would you uh, rather. I think it depends on what happens in the first nine picks. If Jalen Carter is yeah. there at 10, I think you pick Jalen Carter. I agree with that. See, if I think falls. the Titans would call the Eagles for that pick and basically trade Jalen Carter for Jeffrey Simmons. Hey, we'll take Jalen Carter because we're going to pay him way less, but Jeffrey Simmons is the more proven product. I mean, here's the thing with Jalen Carter. I'm taking the Carter. Legal issue aside, he completely bombed his pro day. Yeah. Like, he didn't run the 40 time didn't do the shuttle, didn't bench press, and was doing his, his positional drills halfway through. He had to stop because he was so out of shape. Yeah. Like, that's... There's questions there, for sure. That's Like, that scares me if I was a team because, listen, I, I think... I'm not trying to get too in-depth. I, I think there's definitely some trauma from that incident that happened with the car crash. 
I don't. I think when that got revealed, I mean, dude, that would scare the crap out of me. I would be torn up about that. That would mess me up. Um, but then again, like, I feel like his Jalen Carter's career is going to depend on which team's going to draft him. I think if he goes to the Cowboys, yeah. I think the Cowboys that could totally mess him up. I think if he goes to a more stable team, well, maybe the Cowboys would be okay. But like, if he got drafted by like the Browns, we'll just say the Browns, yeah. right? Or the Texans, yeah. Or the Texans, they're gonna they're gonna screw him up. They're gonna they're gonna screw the whole screw it up for him, right? Yep. Or I think if you're like with the Eagles, you might think to yourself, okay, like the Eagles could probably like get him back on track, you, and he could be a really good player. You you have you have not only a player's head coach, but you have Fletcher Cox, you have Brandon Graham, you have the other guys on the defensive line that could teach him how to be a pro, teach him how to, you know, how to how to how to do this thing. Yep, exactly. I I, I would be shocked if Jalen Carter's at ten. If yeah. I think I don't know, it's weird. If he's if he falls to ten, then there's a massive red flag that and he might fall out of the first round. I think like I don't like. I know Loremi Tunsil went like 13th, but like I don't know. This is different than uh, a guy smoking a bong video right before the draft. This is yeah, a guy oh, totally. Who, this is a guy who had probably the worst ever pre-draft I've ever seen. Yeah, heading into the draft. I mean, like I wouldn't be surprised if he has a private workout right before the draft to like boost his stock back up. He should do that. That's, he's not the first guy to, to have that happen to, like where he just bombed his pro day. Then he hosted like a private workout for teams to show up at. But I mean, we'll see, we'll see. But uh, I think that's all the time we have for. The- yeah, yeah. I, I hate to do this. Hate to kick you off. Um, we'll invite you back anytime you want, and we'll kind of do a little more. Yeah, long, maybe around the draft. Like maybe around the draft. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We'll definitely have. Oh you, yeah, no have problem. I would love long. that, guys. And I think um, I'll uh, obviously Michael. He, we, I joke, we call him that, call him the star of the show. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Michael and I would definitely would love to come on. Yeah, absolutely. We'll definitely make it but happen. But you got to hook uh, us up with some of the Seat Geek and Manscaped uh, swag, though. Absolutely. We'll figure <laughs> something out. We'll hook you up. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, well, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for joining us. See you, John. You got it. No problem. Thanks, man. Thank you. All right. One after another, guy we're very familiar with. Don from Drunk on Is it just you joining us tonight? Listen, I sent the link out to everybody, but you know, <laughs> Rich, it's it, it's a shot in the dark. I heard back from Rich. Rich said he might be back from the vet. They got animals galore over there. Oh so, no! <laughs> you know, I, I'm gonna hold it down for right now. If anybody else pops on, we'll pop them in. But that's guys, that's fine. Congrat- congratulations, man! 100 episodes of something super cool. You know, glad well, to be along, along for this ride. We- so. We we absolutely don't get to 100 episodes without you because 100%. I remember early on I remember early on um, just just becoming friends with you guys on Twitter and just kind of building a relationship and just kind of uh, inviting us on your show you coming on our show like it kind of just you know the support really really pushes pushes us forward I think it does because we're all trying to get to the same place right we all are just we're all kind of in the same place right we all got like. We're, we're, we're a bunch of dudes that like to talk sports that are sitting in like a spare room in their house. <laughs> like, 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 let's just call it what it is. Like Mike's got like what looks like the professional studio with, with, the, with, the, with the mic arm hanging down. Right. But like, you know, good Lord. Like 
it, it, and it's just fun, right? So it's just, you know, to take it for what it is and just have ton of, a ton of fun with it. And and listen, the feelings are mutual, right? You got, oh, yo! Jason makes an appearance. What's going Let, on, Jay? What's going on, Jay? What's up, guys? My, my I was going to say, he's in the comments, but he's not He's not here. Well, <laughs> I, figured, I figured Don just called me out, so I figured I'd <laughs> I did. I don't want to disappoint. I don't want to disappoint anybody. You know me. My computer Listen. is shot though, so I'm on my phone. It's kind of terrible. It's fine. It's all right, dude. It can't be any worse than Dom's technology. Oh, <laughs> oh here we go. Totally gone. My, I need a whole new laptop. I gotta go. Oh there. no. What's that? Uh, uh, what's the Best Buy thing called? Um, uh, the Geek Squad. Geek Squad. I gotta go there. Uh, I saw uh, you had. Seat Geek as your uh, thing, and I'm thinking, I, 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 for some reason, I thought it was the Geek. Dom, you got all your internet, all your internet, you got to get your internet and stuff, all that stuff figured out before the baby comes. Listen, uh, I don't know about that, but uh, um, listen, uh, we haven't had many issues when hitting record. All the issues okay. the last, like, maybe like two months have been. Five minutes before, <laughs> so we've been able five, to figure it out. Five Your minutes before tonight. Tap. Five minutes before tonight, he sends a text out being, "Ah, shit, I can't get my." It's not, it wasn't five. It was eleven minutes. It was eleven <laughs> minutes. Before Close the enough. Show. That's first off. <laughs> Dom, the, the they, amount of times 13, I've heard you have to like run for an extra charger. <laughs> yeah, listen for for thirteen straight weeks, my headphones worked perfectly fine <laughs> with the computer, and all of a sudden it said, "Oh, hundred episodes. We're definitely not going to work now." You, you guys should have a segment, a new segment called the Two Minute Warning, and have Don go in and out. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I'm just getting it from all angles, huh? Oh, <laughs> you, know, you know I love you, bro. It's all love, dude. So yeah, listen, I heard, I heard you talk. You had My phone's still on 56%, by the way. Let's go. <laughs> I, heard, I heard you guys, you were talking to little birds, yep. right? Just to, just to kind of piggyback on that, one. I'm not trading ten, but I would trade. I would trade thirty. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. And, and maybe it's just me. The thought of Bijan Robinson on this offense See, just I think, has me. Has me. I think it's. I, I would take him at ten. Go ahead, Mike. No, so I was gonna say. I think the perfect draft is. If Jalen Carter falls you at ten, that would be ideal. I don't know if I don't think it'll happen, but if that okay. happens, I would take him at ten or a Gonzalez. Um, okay, Gonzalez won't be there at ten. You don't think either of those? So. You don't think I so? Think he's the top corner, I think. Okay, um, but I, I again, Carter at ten would be ideal for me. And then from thirty, I think you move up to draft the Robinson. You get those two guys in the first round. I think that'd be a perfect first round. I like I like it either way. I think they're they're gonna move one of those two picks, right? They're either gonna slide back from ten into that teens, yep. maybe pick up a second, a third, a fourth, a fifth, one of those, or. Right, if they can really sweat if, if you get Howie to really swindle somebody, right? Maybe you pick up a number one for next year, right? You I start parlay that. like you start parlaying like the, I mean, not to not for nothing, but like they they continually just like they push these picks like year after year, and at some point you're going to cash in on it. But if you can push back into that late teen, early, you know, and Bijan Robinson is still there, then I think the value for him is much greater. Considering you're going to put him behind this offensive line with this quarterback running this offense with Devontae Smith, AJ Brown, Dallas Goddard. Like, yep. I don't know. I, 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 think, I, think, I, think at, I think at that point, you just outscore everybody. 
I, I, there's, I don't know. I, I'm definitely in the minority. I just, I don't know. Like, it doesn't really excite me that much, Robinson. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe because look at guys like Saquon Barkley. Um, um, any, any of the guys that have been, you know, kind of like, like top running backs, top high first round picks. Yeah, but we're talking Saquon Elliott. Saquon's a second, the second pick. Zeke's the um, pick. You're talking like 15, 16. Yeah. So, and, and Saquon also doesn't have a, a Jalen Hurts, doesn't have an A.J. Brown, doesn't have a Devontae Smith. So, so can I let, – let me ask you a question. Well, Don. Don. Well, I didn't even, wait, can I, wait, can I before, you guys, before you guys go on, let me finish my point. So, <laughs> so my thing is, is, is – the <laughs> what, what I do with it. Sorry, Jay. <laughs> my thing is, is I don't know. I just, I just don't think, I just don't think you need a top running back like that to win in this offense. I, like I said, like I said a few years ago, Jordan Howard looked like one of the best running backs in the league, um, running behind this offense. I just don't think Miles Sanders is nowhere near a top five or ten running back in the league. He, he ran for, he rushed for a thousand yards. I just don't think you need to go out and say, you know what, my first pick, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend on Robinson, and then in four years, he's beat up. He's He's uh, yeah, but in uh four years to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, but yeah, but Sanders was beat up this year too. He played yes. through it, but 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 still, he's he was he's been beat up his whole career. I mean, it's just the nature of the position. I understand that, but I just I'm not saying I'm totally against it. I'm just I just don't know if I'm using a first round pick on a running back that I think in four years is going to be probably what? just like Ezekiel Elliott. Let Jason just finish like, his point, like man. like Saquon Barkley. <laughs> well, I had to finish my point. All right, so no, and, and Dom, I'm getting. <laughs> And I and I I actually happen to agree with you, but here's the hypothetical: if Saquon Barkley was drafted with the 17, look, it's a Three Stooges. Here we go. Rich is in. <laughs> Your kids are benched from T-ball, baby. They're not cracking the starting line. I'm playing with three kids. That's Fair it. enough. What's up, boys? What's going on, brother? Sorry, Jason. Finish your point. No, What's it's up? okay. So, so real quick, if I, I want Rich to be able to get his two-piece, but if the Giants drafted Saquon Barkley at the 19th pick in the draft, would, would anybody be bitching and saying they were stupid and they made a huge mistake? No. It's because they took him with the second pick. Now, if I don't want a first-round pick at all. Tom, That's what Tom, I'm saying. We're not talking about the Eagles taking Bijan Robinson with the 10th pick. We're talking about them trading the second pick up into the teens or maybe late teens and drafting him. Now, that, I, I personally, I personally would Robinson rather. Is the top two okay. ever in the draft? I don't no know, man. I just, I just, I just, game. I understand. He's a great player. I, I just, I just don't see myself using a top, a first round pick on a running back. I just don't. I, I, I that's just, that's just me. I just don't find, I just don't, he doesn't excite me that much. That's all. Bro, you put Bijan Robinson in this offense. That offense goes nuts. <laughs> that okay. offense goes. I'm not saying it won't. I'm not saying it won't. I'm not saying it's a bad. I'm. I'm just saying I just don't want. I just don't want to spend a million dollars in four years on a running back. I just don't. They let but him walk. You're talking, that's you're talking cheap, about that, that's, that, that's cheap, right? You look at what Lewis McCaffrey just got. Look what Zeke's huge deal was. That was a letdown. They're all dead. They all are never <laughs> exactly. healthy. Exactly. Yeah, and they got, that's my they point. That's what I'm saying. You <laughs> got this guy. Why would you draft a guy that's never healthy in the first round? To win a Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> to win a, if he's not healthy, how are you winning a Super Bowl? 
You you got Yeah, because you Christian. Yeah, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How many how many Super Bowls does Christian McCaffrey have? How many Super Bowls does Ezekiel Elliott have? How many Super Bowls does Saquon Barkley have? Go ahead. They're all always injured. How? How many? Yeah, and you're talking about well, a team that's missing an elite running back. You give them an elite running back behind that line. Look what happens. Jordan Howard looked like an elite running back two years ago. He averaged five yards a carry. Yeah, what do you mean? And now put Dejan Robinson behind that line. What? Okay, but he's got. To, he's gonna to have to stay healthy. That's what I'm saying. Like, like. And? I, that, what do you mean? And they'll, <laughs> they'll score 42 points a game. You and losing the Super Bowl then. Offense. What he can't play. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm not saying he's a bad talent. I'm just saying he doesn't excite me in the first round like everybody else. He just doesn't. I just, I just don't think. I think there's safety, cornerback, linebacker. Defensive Bro, line, offensive line are all way more important in the first round. You modeled the same. Should be like you look at what the Chiefs did. The Chiefs didn't have any fucking playmakers on defense, and they fucking whooped us because we couldn't fucking stop them. You do yeah, because this. they drafted a guy in the seventh round that that, that scored how many touchdowns? Uh, in the playoff? To be fair, they, to, to be fair, they also they also drafted a was he first round pick? Clyde Edwards-Alaire was he a second? Uh, he was, either that way, was three years ago, he was the last pick in the draft, and yeah. he hasn't played much this year. Right? Yeah, he he, well, he, he keeps losing five, time because he's five eight. Clyde Edwards-Alaire was, is five eight. Yep, and he's not fast. And that that's or that's loser. but that's then he shouldn't have been a first round pick. Bomb. That's a different issue. That's Bomb. a different yeah. yeah. Uh, I hear you saying you want a safety or a linebacker. We've seen Howie Roseman's track record when he drafts for need. It sucks. Okay. Go for best. And they need a running back, right? Can I be honest with you? I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if they draft. I would not be surprised if they draft a wide receiver in the first round. Don't put it back. I wouldn't either. But when's the last time they drafted a running back in the first round? Keith Byers. <laughs> Thank you. I don't think I was alive. Yes. I'm drafting best available, and if Robinson's there at ten, I'm saying fuck it, let's let's ride. But but they, they don't do that either. Like that's like everybody's expecting yeah. them to. Do. I like, was I look, was at the draft in Philly five uh, years ago, sitting there saying, "Would you say we'll get that white dude from Iowa?" The edge, yeah. Yeah. perfectly fine. In combine, I sat at the draft live in Philly five years ago, or however long it was, saying Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook hasn't stayed healthy, hasn't won shit in this league. You don't, you don't you need this great running back to win a Super Bowl. You don't. The, the Chiefs just did it with three three guys that were taking it after the fourth round. Is it Dalvin Cook's fault they didn't win a Super Bowl? Do they have Kirk yes, Cousins? because he can't stay healthy. <laughs> not <they have> Kirk Cousins. <laughs> well, that's Bro, a different issue. Like, oh, Jalen Hurts is not Kirk Cousins. Of course, the running back's not going to win you a Super Bowl. But I'm just saying. You then why are we drafting Bijan Robinson to win us a Super Bowl? Somebody told you just said we'll win down. the Super Bowl. Do you not have a franchise quarterback? Do you not have an absolutely, absolutely? Then why you not have an offense? Because you have an elite quarterback and an elite wide receiver crew. You don't need a first round pick running back to to, to do this. You don't. I'm saying Stop. use your first round pick somewhere else. Yo, come over. I got Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, bro, I, I got, I got some, I got some. Uh, Bob's uh, gonna have uh, a broke. We're fired up here. Going up, he's just that's like, right. Uh, exactly. Listen, I, unfortunately, <sighs> I think we got to cut it a little short. We got to keep this thing rolling. All, all you guys got to come back, and we can have a, a more long form chat. because uh. <laughs> um, I think Dom's got a lot more to say. Uh, <laughs> I say we have a show with the draft. Yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. And then when B. John Robinson doesn't doesn't go in the top fifteen, <laughs> you could say it's all <laughs> I uh, told you right. so, guys. He only rushes for like seventeen touchdowns his rookie year. No, no worries. All right, well, we'll see you guys. I appreciate you guys, appreciate you guys hopping on. Later, later, brothers. Later. I guess. Later. All right, we will keep it moving along. Eric, Phillies writer, what's going on, man? How you doing? Hey guys, good. How we doing? What's up? Fired Good. up. Yeah, hopefully we can calm yeah. down. down, down. I, I, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, I've never been more excited to change the topic in my life. <laughs> hopefully, well, hopefully the I'm Phillies shaking. will be a little more I'm calming than the, than the birds right now. <laughs> Yes, uh, ho- hopefully. I mean, I, I think it's going to be obviously a, a good season. Um, but I, the one thing I did want to kind of talk about, the thing that happened over the last week, is the Reese Hoskins injury, right? Freak ACL. It's always a freak injury when those things happen. Um, I, I, it seems like they're going to kind of have Derek Hall in that spot. Um, but I think they do have options. How do you Boy. see that? What was that? Luke Voigt. Eh, nah, I'm, I'm good on Luke I, I got a name I want to throw out there, but we'll, we'll get to it. Yeah, 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 Eric, what do you what do you think they'll do if? So you know. I do like the idea of keep giving giving Hall a chance. Um, you know, obviously he has his struggles against lefties. It looks like in some, in some of the spring training games I've been watching, though, they're trying to get him to to face lefties a little bit more. Um, so we'll see how he does there. Do I think he's necessarily you know a, a sure thing? Absolutely not. I think they do have to keep their options open. I've seen some of the other things being tossed around with. Um, you know, putting putting Boom over there, moving Sosa to third every now and then. I just feel like with that, number one, now you're you're stunting Boom's growth at third. I mean, is he a Gold Glove caliber third baseman? No, but he's made progress co- compared to where he was. Um, and I also think by giving Sosa that spot at third all the time, like you lose all of his versatility that you have there. Like the whole point of having Edmundo Sosa is he can shuffle around pretty much anywhere there. And I think locking him in a position. Uh, doesn't really do well for anyone there. Um, there's definitely some some other options. I'm not a big Luke Luke Voigt guy. I will say that. Um, I, look, I know he's a righty, but I think he's got some pretty bad reverse splits there against uh, against left-handed pitching. So we'll we'll see. There's definitely some options out there. Um, and can I, uh, can and I throw mine out there? Yeah, I was going to yeah. say. Let's hear yours. All right. So he's a right-handed bat. He won the Gold Glove this this past season. Christian Walker. I I, th- I think I think it's a legit, and I, I I'm I guess I think I think I think I'm okay with Derek Hall, um, uh, starting the season. But let's say in a, in a month or two, if things are not you know kind of panning out there, um, or even maybe by the deadline, like and Christian Walker's having a nice season and Arizona's not, uh, I think that could be an option. Totally agree. Uh, I like Christian Walker a lot. Um, local guy, but and you know. Uh, Good defensive first baseman, which is a yes. premium because you don't have that out there really. I think looking at at numbers last year, Reese, believe it or not, in terms of like different defensive runs saved, was actually like fifth or eighth or something like that in, in baseball, which I know is kind of an astounding number. But Christian Walker had had numbers uh, way better than that, and obviously the guy hits for pop. He's a right-handed bat, like you said. Only issue is I think he's going to be expensive. I think the Diamondbacks are trying yeah. to prepare for it to, to be a little competitive here. Um, and so I think he's going to be a little bit more pricey. Another name I've seen thrown out there is CJ Crone out of um, Colorado, yes. who, you know, they're just trying to save money any way they can. So they would, he would probably come a little bit cheaper, you know, as we get close to the deadline. Um, he's another guy who's got some pop uh, defensively, not as, not as strong as, um, as Walker, but still a potential option there. 
Eric, with Naylor being over in Cleveland, is Josh Bell somebody that we could possibly be looking at? That's an, that, that is an interesting one there. Um, yeah, actually, I, I don't think that would be uh, – I don't think that would be a bad move at all. Um, I think it would just depend really on on Cleveland's willingness to uh, – you know, what, what they're willing to part with and, and what it would take to, to get him. Because, again, Cleveland is definitely in contention in that week yeah. uh, AL Central there. So What, what did he what, – what was his contract going into this Who? year? Uh, Josh Bell. Because he, he just – yeah, he just signed that oh. in this offseason. I am almost positive – He's, I think he's a free agent next year. Okay, it was a one-year deal. Yeah, I think it was a one-year deal, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. Okay, I to double check on that. But I'm almost positive it was a one-year deal. Um, so he uh, could it was, maybe it be was, a, it was two a two-year year deal with an opt-out after the first year. Uh, that's right, an opt-out. That's right. There was the opt-out. Yeah, I knew there was a chance he could be a, a free agent um, going into next year. Um, to me, though, I think with Bell, I, I, yeah, obviously now that, that Reese is gone uh, for you know, for for this season. Bell wouldn't be a bad uh, bad option there. I, I think he's kind of yeah yeah exactly, which is nice, definitely nice. Um, I, I think defensively they're a little bit uh, comparable. Um, I don't know if he's much of an upgrade there, but again, to me, you know, defensive first base shouldn't be the, the really the first thing we're looking at here. We got to replace those power numbers, um, and uh, and you know, hopefully, you know, it's one of those things where you know we, we can look at outside options. But I'm really hoping internally. I, I like Hall. I really want him to do well. I, I, we just got to see it first. So, yeah, I think I do agree. Had to have a more patient approach, closer to the deadline, see how it plays out. Because they do have options. I, Hall's going to take a bulk of it, but you could, like you were saying, move boom the first here or there kind of spot start here or there. Um, so it's at third, and then when you want JT to have some breaks behind the plate, throw him at first, and Stubbs, uh, you know, can catch. So yeah. there's there's a ton of versatility in the lineup. Um, I guess it's a good thing they're deep though, right? So that's exactly it. I mean, really look in this lineup, especially adding Turner. I mean, just and then Harper being out too. It's like, you still look at the lineup and I, I think, you know, today's lineup of the spring training game was a pretty good idea of what we, you know, something we could see going into the year. And that's still a damn good lineup, even without Harper, without Hoskins. Um, you know, obviously a lot of it hinges on what Castellanos does. Um, if he can, you know, kind of get some of those power numbers back, Bohm's looking like maybe power numbers are going to improve a little bit. So uh, I think there's still a lot of lot of chances there, and I, I don't necessarily want to overpay for anyone just yet. I'd rather you know kind of wait and see. And we saw how they started out last year, right? I mean, you don't you don't necessarily lose a season in uh, in, in April or May, but um, yeah, obviously getting off to a, a, a slow start will be a little bit concerning. But yeah, switching gears a little bit, we only have a few minutes left here, mm-hmm. um, or how many? What time we got though? Nine fifty. Oh, we got about ten minutes. So we're good. Um, switching gears a little bit. Uh, were you surprised Scott Kingery didn't make this team? We talked about him a little bit last last week. Um, were, were you surprised that he kind of is going to get getting sent down? Um, I, I I guess a little a little bit because he, the way he did perform, um, it's I didn't I just never felt like they were super serious about him making the team right out of out of spring training. I think they want to kind of see a little bit. Um, but you know he, he's in that last year of that contract that he signed. Uh, so he's making a ton of money for not yep. even really being being on the forty man roster right now. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if you know if 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 Guthrie struggles a little bit or if there's another injury somewhere. I mean, the thing about Kingery is he's he's versatile. You know, he can play a lot of different positions. He is a right handed bat, um, and he's making that money. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see him uh, if he continues playing well in Triple A, maybe make an appearance at some point. Now, now I haven't I haven't watched much of spring training lately, like about the past week or so. Um, 
I, from things that I'm seeing is he's he, Kingery uh, specifically has been struggling um, to hit more like more of the decent pitching. I guess that he's facing. So I, I do agree with that. I, I do. I do think. I do think they they're really gonna, they will they want to send him down um, for a little bit to kind of just see, kind of get him in a rhythm. I guess. Um, and if they really need him, they can bring him up. Yeah, definitely. I mean, again, he's he's there. So, I, but you know, I, he's not making the roster over Cave. Jake Caves looked really good. Right. Um. I, I think they just like Guthrie in the fact that he, uh, you know, has more experience over center field. You know he's probably going to be a, a you know, bottom of the order guy. You're not really getting him for offense, but you know he can he can you know spell Marsh if he needs a break or something like that. So, well, yeah, I guess that was going to be my question. Is um, aside from the starting nine, uh, who who now that Cody Clemens goes down, um, who, who what does the bench look like? Sosa, uh, Harris, Harrison, yeah, Harrison made it. Um, Guthrie made it. Uh, who are we missing here? Jake. Mm-hmm. JK and Stubbs and Stubbs, yeah. So, yeah, that's, okay. that's basically what we're looking at. That. And that, I think that's pretty fair. I think, really, really, you know, if you go back the last couple of weeks, I really think the only toss up, well, obviously, Hall, once Hoskins went down, now Hall, Hall obviously was going to make the team. But um, I think the only toss up was really, was it going to be Guthrie? Was it going to be Kingery? What were they going to kind of look at for that backup center field position there? Because I know they were trying Sosa there, but again, you know, he, he, he's never really played a meaningful game there. So I don't know if they want to rush into that right away, it, but it, it, it's the, it's the, it's the Philly special. It's uh, a guy that came up as a, as a, as a shortstop and we'll throw him in center field or a guy that came up as a second baseman. We'll just throw him in center field. Fly him anywhere. <laughs> uh, Eric, good news or bad news. Aaron Nola does not want to talk extension till the end of the season. So I think, uh, for, uh, you know, for the Phillies, I think, Bad news because now we're going to be in a bidding war. Uh, you know, obviously Otani's they're going to be a top name free agent next year, but how many suitors are there really going to be for him? So I think there's going to be a long list of teams knocking on uh, Nola's door if he pitches anywhere near what he's pitched the last couple of years here. So I think uh, his price goes up a lot, assuming you know he's he's pitched pretty consistently now for the last few years. So I, I think he's going to be a hot commodity on the market. Um, but you know, I also think. Uh, from a personal standpoint, from a business standpoint, I, I, he'd kind of be dumb not to not to see what he could get there. Um, I still think the Phillies have a shot at getting him. Um, obviously, I was hoping we could have gotten him locked up so we didn't have to worry about that bidding war. But, um, you know, I know Nola, just like Hoskins, I feel like, has gotten a, a lot of uh, bad rep at, at, at different times. Um, I know, you know, in years past, he's kind of choked down the stretch. Last year, he had a couple of bad playoff games, but really, I mean, he, he pitched well in a few playoff games. He got he pitched well in that clinching game in uh, in Houston. So, um, he's he's got the stuff. And looking at his numbers, you know, he's he's a workhorse. I mean, two hundred innings or plus last year. The strikeouts. Uh, I think he had one of the lower whips in, in all of baseball last year. So, I, I think it's bad news we didn't get him. But I, I'm not closing the door, and I don't think he is either. So. Can I ask another question, Mike? You yeah, yeah, no, no, go for it. All right. Uh, true or false to any of these questions, okay? The MVP of the National League will be on the Phillies. From a homer standpoint, I'm going to say true. I think Trey I, – I, I saw today that Trey Turner is uh, some people's picks right now. So, uh, I think there's definitely definitely a chance. I'm going to say true. Let's let's go true. I think, I think he had – I think he had like the third or fourth best odds. Yeah, I think it was it was definitely up there. Yeah, yeah. I I've, and, I've been looking the last couple of days. Andrew Painter will pitch meaningful baseball this year. 
I think true. I, I really don't want them to rush him back. Um, but from what Dombrowski said a couple weeks ago, it sounds like as of now, they still have visions of him, him contributing. I also think him missing this time could all, I don't want to say it, it's a blessing in disguise. Cause obviously you don't want to ever see one of your young uh, prospects injured, but it's basically like a built-in innings limiter at this point. Cause I know that was kind of one of the big uh, topics. So now, you know, he's not really going to be ramping it up re- realistically to what June or July, probably. So that's already going to be so many innings cut off of his arm where I really think we could see him pitching down the stretch and you know, we don't have to see a um, Steven Strasburg type thing in, in Washington where they have to basically shut him down if we, you know, make it to the playoffs and, and all that. So I think, I think there's a chance we see him. Last one. The Phillies will finish in first in the NL East. As much as I want to say true, I'm going to go false on this one. I think it's Atlanta. I think uh, I think we have a chance to finish second, though. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, Atlanta just scares me still. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we have a famous saying on here, the Mets will met. So yeah, that, they, exactly. Yep, exactly. They started metting before the season even started. That, yeah, that's yeah. They're already well into it. So <laughs> mid-season form is yeah. the upset. Um, Trey Turner, by the way, fifth MVP uh, odds, fifth. Okay. plus eleven hundred. I think on M- BetMGM he was fourth at like plus nine. Okay, well, go to Fanduel because who's, uh, who's who's the top option? I have a lot of issues yeah, with Fanduel. Uh, Juan Soto. Juan Soto. Okay. Yep. Juan Soto, Mookie Betts, uh, Acuna, Tatis, and then Turner. Okay. Damn, Tatis, Tatis is gonna isn't Tatis gonna miss time? Oh my god! Uh, he's the first three weeks. I think Tatis is out. Yeah. Three weeks, four weeks, something like that. So. Did you guys hear? Uh, Larry Bow is very optimistic on uh, Bryce Harper coming back earlier than expected. Yeah, well, they didn't. They didn't put him on the the sixty day injury list, which kind of says he will be back before May. What is it? Twenty ninth, I think, is the date. Twenty ninth, yeah, yeah. His body's yeah. just built he- different. I was gonna say, you know, he's 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 built a lot different, but <laughs> especially than a lot different than me. But I, I got I got I got an injury in softball last May, so I may never <laughs> yeah, play I had, again. I had to hear about you're it for still, three months. You're still recovering. I, I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I I can't even bowl anymore, let alone <laughs> let alone play play softball. The season's coming up. I, I got to get ready. Yeah, <clears throat> but no, I think yeah, Harper definitely could be back earlier. Again, I I don't. I, I just I, I don't like rushing anyone back, so you know let him come back on his own. But um, obviously, the quicker he gets back, better that is for the Phils. So, I I also don't think they they send him down to to, to Clearwater if he didn't have to be there. You know what I mean? Like I I don't mm-hmm. think they would say you know what get on a plane and go down there if he wasn't ahead of schedule. So yeah, I mean I think that's a good point. Um, I guess we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, I think the way he's healing, I'm I'm targeting sometime hopefully like middle of middle of june or so i don't want him to come back as as early as possible unless you know everyone says he's 100 percent ready to go but yeah i think middle of june would be ideal early enough um but if we get late june early july before the all-star break take that too yeah absolutely well i uh, i appreciate you joining us yeah uh, thanks for having me guys absolutely yeah, we'll definitely do it again we'll have you on yeah all right awesome definitely, definitely during the season Absolutely. Yeah, uh, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Thursday yeah. can't get here soon enough. So yeah, absolutely. Yep. That is true. Yep, right around the corner. So all right, we'll talk to you. Uh, all right, guys. See all you. Right, Thanks. See Later. All right, moving right along here. This is a lot of work for. I'm really stressed out. We're kind of <laughs> we're rapid fire right now. So let's go to our next guest, Mark. Uh, Mark, what's going on, dude? <laughs> what's going on, guys? 
What's uh, up? Not much. Not much. Big, it's great that this happened today because big news out of Flyerland. The thing yeah. we've all been kind of wondering or wishing or hoping for for the past number of years, Dave Scott calling it quits, retiring. Um, what do you think this means for the Flyers? First of all, I'll start with that. Um, I, I think for I, I think for the Flyers, it's more um, now like having somebody in that in that position where they're going to be making decisions, um, better decisions in the, um, in the front office hockey ops side of it, um, than, than the previous regime did. And, and, uh, I, I think that that's going to be the main focus for, for Hilferty in the, in that role, um, taking over for, for Dave Scott. Um, and I, and I think like, you know, for the most part, it, I I, I kind of I, I sent a I put a tweet out today about this, but like the best thing I think the Flyers could use at this moment with with their ownership or the governor of the team or uh, in, in that role is, um, you know, if you can be in that position and uh, be heard but not seen kind of like you're, you're in the background um, and um, you're just trusting the, 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 the hockey, the intelligent hockey people that you put in place to run the hockey upside, you're giving them uh, the full reign without overreach to, to do their thing. So, yeah, well, that's the thing. I know, I know a lot of people shit on Comcast and they're not perfect. Especially me. Means. <laughs> well, yeah, because your internet's <laughs> always out. Um, but everybody I pay a lot of money Com- for that shit. Yeah, exactly. But everybody shits on them as, as the ownership group. And the one thing I will say about Comcast is they're willing to spend the money, which is nice. Um, yeah. They're, they're never going to cry poor. Um, they're always well, willing did, to spend the money. Did, but neither did Snyder. Like, Snyder always paid, no, too. No, no, totally. But they, Dave Scott, I guess his, his main job is to put the quote-unquote hockey people in charge to do their job. And the people he's hired haven't done anything to build a successful team consistently so it's just but, about hilferty if he did, can do that but did but he but he, he didn't hire bobby clark and paul holmgren and, and people like that though right they, they were here they were i'm not here, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not trying to argue your point i i agree with you i'm just saying well i'm pretty like, well i'm pretty sure he is the one that promoted a uh, holmgren okay. i'm pretty sure Dating back um he may got. yeah he may yeah. have been um yeah and i and i mean like those guys are um their involvement is going to be under scrutiny uh, over the next couple of months as well. Clark, uh, Hungren and uh, Bill Barber. Um, and, you know, we'll see how involved, if at all, they'll be in the next process. And it doesn't sound like they're going to make it through based on what's being uh, reported. They'll kind of be moved into more kind of like ambassador roles yeah, rather than, than actually. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no, yeah, you had to get that in there. But um, who do you think who do you think will be the the president of hockey ops? What what candidates are you hearing? Um, there's been a number of like really interesting names out there. I know, um, Elliot Freeman and Jeff Merrick have mentioned guys like uh, Chris Pronger, Eric Lindros, um, Ray Whitney, Shane Doan, or a couple others. Yeah, Shane yeah. Doan and Ray Whitney. Um. I've heard people mention Ray Shiro uh, talk goes back to that. You know, he's never worked for the Flyers, but he has a, 
you know, obviously longstanding ties with the organization with his father being, you know, the coach. The one, of the... the one interesting name I heard, and I don't know how I feel about it, but I'm intrigued. Robert Esch. Yeah, yeah, I believe he's um the uh, president of hockey ops for the Untica Comets right yep. now. I think is the the team so he has experience doing it yep. and uh that could be interesting too whereas like those guys have like flyers ties but they're not of that like they're not of the um uh you know i think what they're not legends yeah yeah, like, yeah they're like not the, like the like older legends. network of guys um so right they played when the game was fast right yeah like yeah <laughs> they know what it takes to get it done in this era or as close to this era of hockey as you could get. Yeah. And I, that's probably going to be a good thing. I think for uh, whatever role Briere is going to be in moving forward, which it looks like he'll be the, the general manager um, that he understands today's player, today's game. Cause he played not that long ago. Um, and um, that, that'll be, that'll be good. Uh, that'll, that'll be a good, um, a good thing for the flyers. I think. Can I uh, can I get a question in? Yeah, go for it. All right, so this is going to be for I guess all of you guys, just because Flyers are obviously my four out of four, like they're my last one. So I've been thinking about this question for a while, and I I posed it to a couple people. Okay, so bear with me on it. Okay, the reason the Flyers aren't where they are could be because of the fans. The fans cry so much about going back to how it used to be with the Broad Street bully hockey, but that doesn't work in today's hockey. The front office has been horrible. But are they trying to appease the fan base too much? It hasn't changed their thoughts in the past forty to fifty years. But I, but I don't think I don't think there, anybody's trying to go back to the Broad Street bullies. I, I, I think uh, that's, there's, that's there, the, this, there's a section of the older fan base that I think says sure. oh, this team isn't tough enough. Get us. But I, but I don't I don't think I don't think but I don't think it's it's the vast majority. I think the vast majority just want to see well, no. A but winning what, ha- team. what happens? What happens every time they sign? A bruiser. They they signed Nick Delore. Oh, he's a flyer. He plays the flyer way. Like, there's some truth to that. 100. percent Playing tough. No, no. Playing tough is is different than I want to beat the shit out of everybody. I, I I I listen. Three years ago, two years ago, we what was the problem with the Flyers? Is they didn't have a guy that could stand up. A guy, to, or, or they didn't have anybody that could push a guy around. So what did they sure. go? They go? They go out and get uh, uh and guys like that. I, 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 that's what I want to see. I want to see guys that could stick up for their teammates. I'm not looking for a guy to go out and beat the shit out of everybody. I just, I just want, you know, toughness, but I want to be good too. Like, I, I, I don't know if anybody under the age of 40 wants, you know, people to get like beat up every five minutes. I, I think, I think that's the misunderstanding. I just think everybody under people under 40 want to see them draft well, develop well, win hockey games. Like, you know, yeah, I, 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 um, I, I thought about that question quite a bit. Uh, and I think with something that like, and it's something that's happened over the course of the, um, you know, over the last 40 year, 40 something years, is that like, I, I think what a lot of people's perception of what the, like the broad street bullies, the flyers way is, it has a lot to do with the, like, that team was one of the like they were the best hockey team in the world like at the time like that that team was like um you know they're beating the red army at the spectrum <laughs> like yeah like and that's the great like that they were considered the best hockey team in the world like and that's one of those things where 
you know, I always, my understanding of that era was always that they were the hardest working team that never got outworked. And they were led by the hardest working player in, in Bobby Clark and one of the all time great leaders. And there are elements of that, that could survive multiple generations and have that'll help um, the team get back to prominence. But um, it's an interesting uh, dynamic. I don't know so much that it's about um, the fighting part, although that that's like something that. No, I just mean like, I guess I'm saying like they, the front office is just trying to appease the fan base instead of like calling a spade a spade and like saying, Hey, we suck. Like, I know they've come out and said that I know Torts has said it this year, but like, Hey, we're actually going to like rebuild this whole thing. And like, we're going to suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I mean, this admission this year is as good as it's gotten as far as that, like in terms of transparency with, mm-hmm. um, you know, the fan base and the organization, I, 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 I don't know how much more um, they can say this to, to say, but I, I don't think, I, I think the main concern for people is that like, they're not going, they're not going to tear it down to the studs. I mean, Briere was reluctant to also say that. I mean, he used the word rebuild, uh, in his uh, press conference when he took the job, but um, he was also quick to say that um, rebuild doesn't mean fire sale. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know how you know I don't know how deep they're going to cut this this summer, but it'll be interesting to watch for sure. Yeah, well, there are the obvious names like the the Konechnys, the Provorovs, um, Kevin Hayes, but then you go down the lineup a little bit, and there are some positives to this season, believe it or not. Uh, Morgan Frost is turning into a player. Owen Tippett, a year ago, we thought the Drew trade was extremely underwhelming. They have a legit player in Owen Tippett. Um, another player I wanted to talk about was Tyson Forrester. Come up three goals, seven points, eight games. Uh, he looks like a really good player to, to kind of build this team around. So the the influx of young talent, while they're not superstars that we've been looking for, really good players that you could that you could build around. Yeah, yeah, and I and I think with them, um, that that's kind of like where like I know people are upset. You know, they feel like you know, oh, we're tanking the pick or whatever. It's not at this point in the season. It's really for me. It's not so much how they. It's not so much about winning and losing, but how they win and lose, and who's the catalyst in those games, and this recent stretch of strong play for the flyers, it's been Tippett. It's been frost. Joel Farabee's played better. Yep. Um, you know, these are all guys that are going to be here next year and beyond, hopefully. And they're going to be here to augment whoever, if the flyers can find those stars uh, or, you know, unearth some of those gems in the draft, they'll, they'll be able to, those guys will be able to augment those stars. That well, that that kind of goes into the question that I had. You know, talking about the future of the Flyers. Um, what's what's your take on the Cutter Gauthier uh, uh, situation with possibly going back to college for another year? Yeah, I I think uh, for Cutter, I mean, that seems like a good uh, decision. Um, I'm ex- I'm really excited to see him play for the for the Flyers. Um, I would have loved to have seen him play. You know, knowing that he was going to leave school and play. You know, be on the, this team next year. Um, I, I think because we're, we're, they're looking at a, uh, a multi-year process, um, it's not terribly, it, it's not, it, let them go back to college, let them go back to NCAA for another year, dominate, and then, you know, and, and have that discussion again this time next year. 
and hopefully the, the the Flyers as a group will be a little bit better, uh, even if it's incrementally better than, than what they were this year, and um, and, and have him ready uh, to play maybe when the team's a little bit closer to 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 crossing the bridge to to whether it's the playoffs or or, or maybe even better than that in, into full blown contention depending on how quickly this call all comes together. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I I mean he's been. It sounds like he's been very good there uh, at at, uh, at Boston and and uh, I think he's Boston College, right? And, yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think having him go back to another year, I mean, it's it, it's not going to hurt him. And um, right. You know, and and the Flyers are looking at a, a multi-year process anyway, so yeah, there's I was, no need to rush him. I was disappointed when I heard he was going back, but that was for selfish reasons. I just yeah, to I yeah. I was too. Yeah. Um, because I mean, he's he has that. I mean, I've I've caught a little bit of him, uh, uh, some of his games, and I mean, he has that. Like, he has a, the type of game I think that can get like, you can get he can get you off your seat a little bit with with some of the things he can do with the 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 heavy shot and and, and things like that. Um, he'll be an interesting piece though going forward. Uh, you know what exactly he's going to look like. Yeah, it's a size mixed with skill, something that we just haven't seen. Yeah, the Flyers draft and hit on yeah so uh he's and also and also you, you're yeah you you get you, with him going back to college for another season i mean you get it you get a another season where he gets bigger and stronger you know where where he you know he, he might struggle doing that up 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 in, in the nhl so i i think it's good too yeah yeah for sure yeah um but but back to the whole the whole rebuild thing mm. um this I know people are bummed that they're winning games, but that's not necessarily and, and as bad as the roster was coming into the year, that's not necessarily what this season was about. Because you hired John Tortorella, it was about like you said, finding ways to win and lose the right way, build a culture, um, and then worry about the results later. Yeah, yeah, and and, and that's you know um, I think John Tortorella has done a really nice job and has gotten this group. I was not. Uh, you know, uh, admittedly, I was not like he was not my first choice for for this job. And uh, I uh, and I still, you know, year one is gone, I think, as good as it, it could have gone uh, in yep. terms of what he's gotten out of the group. Um, and, um, you know, we've also found out, you know, guys that may not be a part of um, uh, the future, uh, the future planning. And um, that's also a part of it, you know, um, and uh, I, I think that that's, you know, he's taken them as far as they could go this year, um, you know, and uh, but he's he's, you know, year one was a success, I think, with uh, John Twitterell behind the bench for the Flyers. Yeah, absolutely. But um, all right. Well, I, I appreciate you joining us. It's all the time we have with you. All right. Um, Dude, I'm really digging the hat, though. That is, oh, I do yeah. like I do like the hat. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm all ready for opening day, man. It's a few days away. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh we'll we'll catch up. Uh we'll talk to you later. All right, guys. All right. All right. All right. Moving right along here. I'm exhausted. This is tiring. <laughs> I've had a long day at work. Um bring on one third of she, she presses she's double time, so I we'll, we'll talk about her second show later. But um Beer Batter Sports Podcast joining us now. Kylie Isaac, two thirds of the Beer Batter Sports Podcast. What's going on? Uh, What's up, guys? 
I all I'm gonna say is that I almost m- missed this show. I uh, I got stuck behind Uh-oh. this incredibly slow construction worker driving some dump truck down the highway who kept merging into the same lanes that I was in, but I made it. So all good. It's all that matters. You made it. That's that's yeah. that's why they that's why they made the shoulder on the highway. Just you know, use that as no. as the extra lane. Yeah, you're a NASCAR fan. I'm you, not saying you, I've you, done you it. Could hit the gas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's different when it's pitch black and like there's that's no like, street lights. That's it's a little hairy. So uh, makes it never, more entertaining. Never stopped me. <laughs> <laughs> Dom lives life on the edge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I did want to. The, the one thing I did want to talk to you guys about is um. So you are the only um non Philly centric show on the network. Um, that is and true. I know uh, obviously football is a is a big thing for you guys. Um, the Lamar Jackson news that came out today. Yes, I do. I do want to talk about that with you guys. Um, one, it's kind of wild that it happened almost a month ago now, and nothing's happened since. Um, and where do you guys speculate him going, or, or what do you think will happen? I mean, you brought up. I mean, first off, the fact that we it happened on March second, and we didn't know about it. Yep. That is just weird. We live in an age where, you know, sports media and sports journalism is, you know, so in-depth and so constant that for something to slip through the cracks and not be reported on until now, yep, it's unheard of. But um, I, I kind of saw it coming. You know, the Ravens, to be honest, they've kind of disappointed Lamar. They've basically made it clear that they don't value Lamar as much as they should. And that's a shame because he's arguably the best quarterback they've ever had. I mean – the only other person you could really make an argument was like Steve McNair for one year at Joe Flacco for like three playoff games. Was they not even a year? <laughs> yeah, I, I, Joe Joe Flacco. By the way, just so we're clear, Joe Flacco is a very serviceable quarterback. It's just Super Bowl not, MVP. Yeah, he, well, <laughs> yeah, but um, I don't know what's going to happen with Lamar because I'm looking at all the teams that need quarterbacks right now, and I mean, I know the team that would love to get their hands on him is the Jets, but at the moment, it looks like they're kind of set on getting Aaron Rodgers that's already been dealt with um I know I know my bucks would love to get him but we already decided to go with Baker so shows Good what luck. direction work you know what it could have been worse there are so many other quarterbacks it, it, I was convinced we were going to be stuck with Blaine Gabbert once Tom retired <laughs> I this is why I have a backup team but um yeah we're not going to talk about your backup team yeah don't worry I won't well, I'm not, I'm not going to bring it up um but uh <laughs> I think. What about what about Atlanta? I know they said they're not interested. I was, I was None of them are interested, and it makes no sense. I think I think that's a game that they play to say they're not interested, though. I don't think I don't I think Atlanta is as interested as they could get without like showing their hand because their owner, who's it, Art Blank, Art Blank, Arthur Blank, yeah. yeah, yeah, he seems like the type of guy that like. He's not going to show you his hand until he's ready to show you his hand. Yeah, he 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 he'd true. sell a couple Home Depot stores. Yep. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> to get Lamar Jackson. I I think it would be a good landing spot for him. You know, um, Atlanta right now looks like they're going to ride with Desmond Ritter, but I don't think they're one hundred percent confident in him yet. And don't get me wrong, Desmond Ritter, from what I've seen, he definitely needs time to develop. He's not at that level just yet. Again, he, he's only entering his second year, but. I wouldn't be surprised if the Falcons decide to just go all in on Lamar Jackson because I think he could work well with their setup. Um, I'm trying to think of other teams. What, what about New England or uh, Washington? <laughs> Did you hear about New England today? Yeah, Meek Mill. Yeah, Texan Robert yeah. Kraft. Yeah, kills it. 
That is just the craziest friend group. It's like Meek Mill, uh, Robert Kraft, Mar- Michael Rubin. Like, yeah. what are these? Little baby. Kevin Hart. Yeah. Kevin Hart. <laughs> James Harden. Yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> I, I don't know. I that's crazy new england would be an interesting landing spot i'm i think washington might be better and i know we're only saying that because one we're dmv based and two no washington is literally the best spot yeah our other co-host would love for number eight to come to he's a big lamar jackson fan yeah oh man calvin calvin loves lamar jackson so it'd be be fair i he i think he would fit nice in washington washington's one of those teams that i'm looking at this upcoming season being like this is make or break because they've got they've got enough pieces that they're interesting they're just missing that one thing last year it was it's clear they don't have a really good quarterback no so that that well they they have new ownership now right they're in the process of it oh okay Dan Snyder is looking to sell the team, and I, I, I've said this before on our show, but I'll say it again. If they do sell, they have to move it back into D.C. FedEx Field's a dump. They have the perfect spot. <laughs> they just got to you know, get the money to rebuild RFK Stadium, RFK Stadium 2, RFK 2, whatever you want to call it. It's They're the going to Virginia. Spot. That doesn't make sense. No it doesn't one make DC, sense, but it's true. It, it's like it's the same situation with the Bears trying to move to where is it yeah. Arlington Heights. It's like that's not Chicago. That's a suburb. Or like when the Braves moved out of Atlanta to like, you know, an hour north of the city. It's like those aren't your fans. Yeah, it's like the New well, York I think Giants the, playing the, in New Jersey. Like the the well, Eagles are the only NFC East team that play in their, the city that they uh that they're yeah, you know Dallas from. Plays yeah. Arlington. And yeah. the Giants, the Giants though makes sense because if if you've been to New York City, there is just no space there. Yeah, if you're right. going to play in New York City, yeah. you got to play outside of the city. It's the only way. And uh, same thing with Dallas. I mean, Dallas, Texas, it's just so packed. Like Arlington really is the only option they've got. I mean, they can't uh, if they want unless they want to play in the Cotton Bowl, but that's not happening. I think I'm going to refer to them as the Arlington Cowboys <laughs> going forward. <Yeah. laughs> I like that. I can get behind that. Whatever pisses them off more, I'm down for. <laughs> Speaking of the Absolutely. Cowboys, where do we think Zeke Elliott is going? Uh, as long as it's not Philadelphia, I could not care less. Hold on, hold I thought you were on the Zeke Elliott train, Kylie. No, I, I have spent his whole career slandering him. I do not want him anywhere near my team. I agree. I don't want him. I don't even want him in Philadelphia. Like he, He's not even allowed to come to the city. Well, the Jets. No, I, thank you. The Jets said today, like, no, we're good with our running back room too. <laughs> like, we don't want it. <laughs> exactly. I, I think that's that that shows just how much his stock has fallen. Like, it a couple of years ago, you know, you could still bring up his name if he was a free agent. Everyone would be like clawing the chest, like, give it to me, give it to me. But now it's like the emergence of Tony Pollard really like just hurt Dak's stock. I mean, not Dak, Zeke. Zeke is like everyone looks at Zeke now. It's just like, oh yeah, you were good for like four or five years, and now you're just kind of. Uh, it's a shame yeah. though, because you remember that time. Yeah. Remember that time when he was breaking off eighty-yard touchdown runs right up the middle. I do. <laughs> I do. Very he's uh, he's twenty-seven years old. Like it's crazy. He seems like he's like 30, 31, it, 32. You know, it's only remember in, in the NFL. Old. In the NFL, every running back is three years older yeah. than their actual age because that True. position that position is the shortest lived of any position. Running backs do not last. 
And yep. everybody gives me shit for not wanting B. John Robinson. Thank you. Oh, you should you should have heard Thank it. You, you should have heard us about I don't know a half hour ago. Dom was losing his mind. I was about listen- B. John Robinson. <laughs> I was listening I a little bit him. on the car before uh, before the Wi-Fi got a little iffy. I think I was driving through a dead zone. But you got that your running back argument. I caught a little bit of that. That was intense. <laughs> I I was shaking. <laughs> I was shaking. That's like the one thing I missed. I was I was I've been watching it. That's like the one thing I missed. Yeah. No. Uh, I, not wasting a pick at 10 for a running back. Yeah, I, I think what about, uh, what about change, changing this up real quick, what about changing this subject. What about 19? Hmm? What about if, he's saying if you trade up from 30 to like 19? Or you 20, trade back to 19. Or you trade back to 19 from 10. Trade back? Absolutely not. No. No, no chance. I think they might uh, trade up. I <laughs> like, can, not, I for can... <laughs> not for him. No, I'm serious. I, I, no, really. Yeah. I think I think they could move up from 10. Dom, how sick would you be if they trade up for Bijan Robinson? Listen, Dude. I, I, I'm not sitting here saying he's a bad player. I, no, no, I'm no, no. I don't, I don't want to waste, waste the first round pick. I just don't want to waste the first round pick on him when we have other needs. It's just that's what know. I'm saying. Miles Sanders was a second round pick, and look what he did for us. Like, we don't need to waste a first round pick on a running back. This, but we have so many other needs. This reminds me of the discourse back when the Bucks drafted a kicker in the second round. All of us Tampa fans. Yeah, this but it reminds was me Robert, exactly it was, what. It was a good yeah. though, right? Yeah, and he was terrible. It, 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 look, <laughs> yeah. look, this reminds me so much of that. All of us Bucks fans sitting around like, we don't need a kicker. What are we doing? I will defend drafting a kicker in any round. Not any round, but in like drafting a kicker, then I would defending drafting B. John Robinson at 10. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, quick trivia question. There was a kicker taken in the first round. Does anybody know who it was? It wasn't Seabass. I know. I it was Sebastian Janikowski. You were right. That's an Isaac question. Yeah, it was Janikowski. Oakland took him in like 2002 in the first round. I could have out of, sworn out of Florida. Out of Florida. I could have no. sworn there was another I'd kicker. rather take a kicker than Bijan. <laughs> oh, shut up. You're lying. I'd, I'll move up for a kicker. And we already have one. Real talk. Okay, Dom. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't hate going for a punter in like round seven. Let's just, uh, I'm fine they with do. that. The Eagles do need a punter. They do, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we do. Trade for one. I don't know. Do something. Matariza, free agent. Uh, didn't he, be, oh, did he beat somebody? Isn't he like problematic? He's, yeah. uh, he's, no. he's uh, facing no, he something a lot worse than beating. I thought he. I, I don't remember exactly what he did, but uh, he was in legal issues. Uh, let's just say if he gets convicted, he's going to jail for a while. I thought he played one preseason game. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. For him, I just thought nobody would touch him. I thought they dropped his charges. Oh yeah, he won't be charged. Did okay. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. yeah. Back yeah. in December, he won't be. It was charged. sexual. Okay. Yeah, I think it was like sexual yeah. misconduct. Or something. Uh, yeah. Something like yes. that. Yep. I mean, uh, uh, they dropped the charges. All right then, but uh, again, <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to pick them. That's like, no, that's kind of a stain on your record, man. So we'll see. It's the punt god though out there. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it always the punters who are doing something wild? Every, every team's punter just has something weird. About they them. beat the shit. Like they, they just beat the shit out of everybody. I don't understand. The dude from the Giants, like five years ago, right, he like wait. beat the hell out of his wife, right. and then like a week later, he was kicking. He was hitting. 40-yard bombs. Like, I don't understand. These guys don't get in trouble either. Can we get McAfee out of retirement? I'm cool with that. I was just going to say there's McAfee. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was saying punters are weird. McAfee. <laughs> Who's the yeah, McAfee's a legend. Who's the dude that used to kick for um, Oakland? Oh, um, 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 
King? What was his name? Is this King? Is Mark King? Marcus King? Yeah. And he, yeah. Used to, and he would start dancing after he kicked the punt in the air. And then he, he got paid and just absolutely yeah. sucked. Yeah. I think he went to Denver, didn't he? Right after right after the Raiders. Yeah, he's in the he, XFL now. Marquette King, yeah. right? Marquette yeah. King. I say yeah. Marcus Marquette King. Yeah. yeah. I think he's in the XFL now. He is currently with the Arlington Renegades. Oh, look, right. look, a Texas-based team in that area who knows their actual city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, Philly needs an XFL team. <laughs> you I have mean, a USFL team. We You're do. Fine. And I, no, I don't think anybody watched that. Did, what did anybody watch it? No. I watched the very first game of the new USFL. Immediately was like, it's football in the spring. I don't like it. And <laughs> I'm sorry. It, football's a fall sport. I can't get into yep. football in the spring. It's just weird. It, it, it yeah, spring's for right. baseball. Spring is for baseball and, you know, clutch. Playoff uh, basketball and playoff basketball. Playoff, playoff, playoff hockey. hockey. Yeah. Uh, we only really got NFL a couple, draft. Yeah, we got a, we got a couple minutes. Um, switching gears completely. Uh, real quick, I'm going to trigger Kylie. MVP for the MV, the, the NBA. Where uh, who? who Embiid, I don't care. <laughs> I don't. Well, it's care. hard when he doesn't I, play. Him and Harden don't play tonight. I know. So I, guess, I have them in a parlay. I said they give it to Giannis just so everyone's happy because no matter <laughs> what. Shut people, up. No, Giannis. No, Giannis. Well, that's. Will, we won't like it because you know we don't. We're not right. fans of the Bucks, but at the same time, we'll respect it. With Jokic, everyone's just gonna throw a fit. But Giannis, yeah, but it's like yeah. It, it's it's amazing how because I think all three players are great players. I think it's so funny when you name one of them, the other two fan bases just shit on the guy, and then when you name the other one, the other two just shit on the guy. Like I don't know. Um, it, it to, to me, there's just. I guess Embiid is the closest. I'm just not expecting him to win it. I just don't think there's a clear cut like there was last year. Like Embiid was a clear cut last year, and he just didn't get it. But uh, yeah, they're 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 really they're really messing with me because I, I had a rough last last couple of weeks with the NCAA tournament, and now I have this season a parlay tonight, and they're going to ruin it because Harden and Embiid didn't play. But sorry, Don. I, I, yeah, so, it, sorry yeah. here. It's all right. My guy, like how you knew that it would trigger me. <laughs> I absolutely know it would trigger you. But uh, Isaac, thank you for joining us. I guess Kylie, <laughs> oh, you, 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 you. you could stick around, Kylie. I guess because you're pressing oh, double thanks. time apparently. So, uh, <laughs> well, uh, we'll talk to you again, Isaac. Appreciate you coming on. Thank you guys for having me. Later. Absolutely. Yeah. Congrats on 100 episodes. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. See you guys. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Um, we're gonna bring on another third of the Bell Smashers podcast, Jen. What up, Jen? Everybody? How you doing? Hi, Jen. Hi. What's up? Congrats on 100 episodes. Yes. Thank, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Um, so the, the thing I wanted to kind of start out with um, with you guys is, so you guys are obviously fairly new in the, in the podcasting space, um, the, the podcast itself, obviously. Um, the one thing that it was interesting to me is kind of the rapid growth of the show. Um, you guys, what are you, not even 20 episodes in yet, right? You guys have yeah. had on guests like Appel, um, Derek Hall, to name a few, the f- now Philly's first baseman, Derek Hall, that is. Um, yes, sir. Yep. So uh, it's, it, I, I'm curious. Talk, talk a little bit about that and, and where you guys think that kind of came from, the, the, the success right out, of the, right out of the shoot. I want Kylie to go because really it was, um, it was her vision, so I'm just part of the ride. But, of course, I'll add more, but I want her to start. It's funny. I was going to take it to you. Um, <laughs> no, <Uh-oh. laughs> because you, but, it was your idea. So, so um, 
Mike, you you know that we I had been wanting to do a Phillies podcast for yep. the longest time, and um, so once you guys started the network and Beer Battered joined up, I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just I'm gonna try and see what happens, and I posted something on Twitter, and then everybody was like, oh, you got to get these two people on and. Um, Haley and Jen, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. So I talked to both of them. They were both down, and uh, it just kind of spiraled from there. Yep. Yeah, I, I think it was very organic, which is kind of how we've always been. Like, we, the three of us already interacted with each other a lot on Twitter, Philly's Twitter specifically, uh, and so it just made sense when she, when Kylie was like, so I have an idea for a Phillies podcast. I have the the name. I have the logo. I just. It's a great name, co-host. by the way. Thank you. <laughs> I agree. I agree. So, um, and then, then we were like, oh, wow, we're all three, you know, women and like huge fans of the Phillies and this is a gap that hasn't been filled yet. And I do think that is the reason for a lot of our growth. I think you guys are going to take over the world. I'm not even kidding. Like, I, th- I think, I think you, you guys, <laughs> no, I'm serious. No, genuinely. Like, like I, you know, just, just from the immediate success and just watching your show, like listening to it, I don't, I don't get to watch much. I, I listen more than and that's just with every podcast because I'm just always on the move. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I think I think you guys absolutely will take over the world one day. I'm not even saying can. I think you will. Absolutely. Appreciate you, Dom. Let's make praise from Dom because he usually hates everybody. Yeah. I know. True. Well, True. he doesn't hate Bryce Harper. Mike hates Bryce Harper. I don't. Yes, I do not hate, and Nick Sirianni. Here we go. I do not hate <laughs> Bryce Harper or Nick Sirianni. Let's, get that, let's get that out of the way. Hates them. How could you hate Bryce? I didn't know. I didn't hate Bryce. I said when he got and signed, he's got him on his fantasy team. I do. He, you uh, should said, trade him. I shouldn't. Um, when he got <laughs> when he got signed, the whole pandering to Philly, the, the yeah. Philly media, it was a little far. It, was, it seemed a little phony and fake at the time. Um, now looking back, I think he just embraced the city more than he was pandering. But at the yeah. time, it seemed very pander-ish. See, all right. Can I can I tell you guys my argument for <laughs> this? Right, here we go. Go ahead. <laughs> so, I think. All right. When he comes out his first game with the with the with the fanatic um, um, cleats, sure, okay. Water ice shirt, like. Well, that's my that's my argument is when he's in a batting cage and he's got water ice on his on his chest, in the batting cage, and they say, "Oh, I'm gonna take a picture of that." That's not him. He's Bryce Harper. He they know him. He knows he's gonna get pictures taken of him. <sighs> I, I can't have this argument. You just hate him. We, we've we've done this too much. I'm not yeah, on him. I, 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 I love Bryce Harper. Face. I'm so happy that. That's the guy they chose that year instead of Manny Machado. Oh, uh, it could dude. have gone very wrong picking Manny Machado. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm very happy with Bryce Harper. I actually didn't want him to start out. <laughs> you don't want, want Bryce Harper? No. So it's okay. I didn't want either of them. I didn't want either of them. Um, I still don't want one of them. But yep. uh, <laughs> so I because uh, you know yeah right growing up. In the D.C. area, I went to a lot of Nats games and everything. And then when Bryce Harper came to town, like it was all, it was all this. And Bryce Harper was kind of a, a kind of an asshole. So 
uh, I was like, this dude is not going to embrace Philly. He's not going to go to any games. He's not going to be like, like somebody who Philly would just put at the top of the pedestal and on a Mount Rushmore type thing. So uh, I didn't want him because he wasn't going to be like that. They were going to pay him to be someone like that. And obviously I was wrong. I wanted him. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody wanted him. (laughs) I was going to say opening, opening day, opening day, the year prior to him signing is, is when I (laughs) want, that's when my campaign started. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. As as soon as, as soon as, as soon as he went into that last year, opening day with last year with the Nats, it was all Bryce Harper for me. Bryce Harper watch, absolutely. Yeah. Do you guys wow. remember when Hunter Strickland beat the crap out of him? Yeah. Yes. And I rooted yeah. for that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was that the time where Harper went to throw his helmet and, and completely just missed? Yeah, just went that way. The problem is, if that were to happen in Philly, I don't think Hunter Strickland's getting out of Philadelphia alive. No. No. Remember, no. When, remember when he fought Papelbon, too? I was his, just going to say. His own teammate, by the way. Yeah. Papelbon choked him out. His own yeah. teammate. Bryce did what everybody in Philadelphia wants to do: fight Papelbon. I think I think Papelbon came out with like a a story at the end of the, of the season last, this past year, uh, talking yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. I actually love Papelbon. I don't know why. Nah, of course you do. I just you want to hear a funny story about Papelbon? Yeah, go with ahead. me and Mike. Uh, oh, so uh, so Mike. Remember, so where so are we going? With okay, this? so Mike, I was in Mike's wedding, right? So Mike, for as a gift, gave all the groomsmen tickets to the game. To, to the to the I Phillies game. Remember when Papelbon came out and ha- said those? Co- I forget exactly what he said. He had like comments against the, the Philly fans or whatever. Uh, this is his first game since you know making those comments. He comes out. He was still pitching him. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was it was towards the end of his like okay. time yeah. here. So I I told the guys I said I don't care how bad the Phillies are we are staying until the end of the game because I need to boo the shit out of Papelbon <laughs> and they're like oh you know maybe I'm like you guys could go I'm staying like I'm gonna boo the shit out of them thankfully the Phillies the ninth inning comes they're winning the game he comes out and I I've never been more proud to boo a guy in my life when than when Papelbon ran from the bullpen to the to the mound it was and, and now- there were no fans there like there were hardly any because they sucked but. Uh, 2017 ish, give or take. Yeah, um, yeah, about yeah. So uh, 2017, I think it's when I got married. Or 2015, 16. No, no, it was, no, it was, it was when... 2017. Yeah, no, you got married in 2017. Okay, oh, so maybe it's 2016. Right, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Fake. When you got know. engaged. My wife doesn't listen to this anyway. I'm good. Um, <laughs> do you know your um, anniversary? That's what matters. I do. I imagine. Do, yes. Can you can you guys imagine doing 100 episodes with this guy? I mean. It's tough. It gets it it's gets tough. tough. Hates Bryce Harper. Hates Nick Sirianni. You know, loves Gardner Minshew for some reason. Loves Gardner Minshew. That's it's crazy. <laughs> I I loved Gardner Minshew until this season. Minshew mania, baby. No, yeah. but Dom, I have a question. Uh huh. Were Were you at the Sixers Nets game and Ben Simmons's first like original no. return game? I okay. was. I haven't. I, I haven't been too. to a Sixers game. I haven't been to a Sixers game since. Uh, when Joel Embiid got hurt against Portland his rookie year, probably. Or no. No, I lied. Mike and I went to the Celtics game last year. That's right. We, we sat did. in the club. Yep. Yeah. We, yep. So besides, before that, before that, I haven't been to a Sixers game since Embiid's rookie year when he got hurt in January. I think and Ben I was Simmons was supposed to. It was Ben Simmons. Yeah, you were. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, it, it was. With your brother. Other grooms. Uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, we it was the game. They played against Portland. Ben Simmons was supposed to make his rookie. It was, you know, 
he didn't play his rookie or his first year. Um, he was supposed to come out in January, January 15th or 25th, whatever it was. And obviously he didn't play, but MB got hurt. And, and it was the first time the stadium was full and you could hear a pin drop when, when MB got hurt. Yeah. Yep. I bet. So would you have booed louder at that game? Or oh, yeah. That oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. No, no. Every time he touched the ball, Kylie, he could. No, I went, I went to the one where he wasn't playing. Oh, I went to. I spent $125 per <laughs> ticket for standing room only all the oh, way up the top. Oh, no. Just to boo him uh, and watch our team get blown out by 30 points. And oh, have the turntables. Entire game. <laughs> yeah, that's brutal. <laughs> um, I would do it all over again, though. I don't care. It was fun. So I, I let's let's kind of get into the Phillies a little bit too. I because I, I, I had a couple of questions for you guys. Um, what 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 what's what's the season look like? You guys think ninety three wins ish? Okay, I, my number's ninety two. Um, but Kylie and I are very we're both pretty optimistic. However, that's realistic with this lineup. I mean, come on. Yeah. Even without Reese, like we have Hall, Sosa, like we have guys ready to step up and produce as much as Reese did. And I mean, you, they, they've had the next minute mentality before. And while this one is a huge blow from personality wise, not even just, you know, as a player, um, but as a person, he's huge for the clubhouse. So losing him as a, from a player, in the clubhouse and just being a member, it's different. So I think even though with, with all that, it's we're still gonna be good. Like yeah, doesn't the, concern me too much. The interesting thing is I think their win total in, in Vegas, I think was set at like eighty seven and a half a few weeks ago. With Reese going down, it's at eighty eight and a half now. So like even wow. even the books don't think yeah. they're really gonna miss a beat without him, which is it's weird. I thought it would have gone That's... down a, a couple wins. Yeah, I'm Ranger, not surprised. Ranger Suarez is out till what May? Yeah, give or take. Ugh. So I know so, that. I mean, that, their pitching is very. Yeah, I mean, it's not very thin, but it's it's more thin than we would like, especially if you know the the Wheelers and Nolas don't pitch like we know they can. Right. It's gonna be a rough start to the season just because the injuries, but the All Star break is gonna or the trade deadline. We're gonna get everybody back, so except for Reese. But... Not Reese. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> except for Reese. Um. Well, speaking of the pitching, that's actually well, that kind of transitions to my next question. Um. Obviously, this bullpen has been revamped from even last year. Going into last year, it was kind of revamped. Um. And they revamped even more. Um. What do you What do you guys think about the bullpen? Some 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 guys that you know you're excited for. Well, I. Yeah, I, I'm excited about the bullpen. I agree with you, Dom. I think it is upgraded from last year, and they re-signed Sir Anthony and Jose Alvarado, which is huge. Um, so those were some really, really important off-season transactions that Dave made um, that I was excited about. And Kylie loves Craig Kimbrell, so. <laughs> yes, I am. I am huge on Kimbrell. Listen, their bullpen additions can't be any worse than Familia. That's all. I'll say. Uh, dude, I'm telling you, he's on the Oakland A's now because he is got. Is he really? That makes he sense, got actually. cut by the Diamondbacks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is, so is, like, it's. Is Kimbrel going to be able to do his whole like? Yeah, I was at spring now? training. With the, yeah, I was at spring training, and he was doing it. Okay. 
It's just very quick. It's very quick yeah. now. Yeah. Was I was wondering exciting. that too, though, because it takes a couple a, seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I got a picture of it. It's real. It happened. I got it. <laughs> Here's saw Gregory Soto too. This is a sad question, but did we see Reese Hoskins in his last game as a Philly? I was about to ask year? that. In the World Series. <laughs> okay, I'll go while she's gone. <laughs> uh, you know, I was on the yes train, but then someone, I'm sorry, I don't remember who you were on Twitter, was like, maybe he'll sign like a one-year like prove-it deal. I and I, I was like, episode. okay, maybe. But I think I, that's a possibility. I, 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 love, yeah, I love Reese, though. Obviously, I want him to stay, but I know that other teams would love to have him as like yeah. their permanent DH and would pay a lot for it. So I'm, you know, I'm not being like delusional. Yeah, but the thing yeah. is, com- coming off that injury is like, is anybody exactly. going to give him a massive contract next year? Well, so I, I could definitely really, see him doing a one year deal. A repair him- you're usually stronger coming off of it, mm. right? Sometimes, uh, yeah, um, I mean, but there's always that fear of re-tearing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but with he, he's a Boris client, so yeah, I say that. yeah. So that always concerns Ooh. me. Yeah. So we're not even gonna know till like middle next year. January. Yeah, yeah. Like, and all the rumors, I'm not even gonna pay attention to just because it could be Boris leaking crap. So. Literally not even going to listen to the rumors at that point. Yeah. Um, before we before we let you two go, um, but well, the last thing I do want to talk about is obviously Mark Appel being released. I know he obviously uh, hits <laughs> close to home. Exactly. With You know, you guys had him on the show. You guys are big Mark Appel fans. Uh, I, I was a little surprised that they couldn't find a, a role for him at all. Well... In AAA, I'm surprised he didn't. They didn't have a role for him there. Right. I'm not surprised he didn't make the big league roster. He had to, you know, be on top of his game, and his elbow was hurting, so that really hindered him pitching. And we all know he didn't have a fantastic spring training. Um, so everything was stacked against him. I'm surprised they couldn't put him in AAA, mm-hmm. but I like that they handled it as professionally as possible. Mm-hmm. From what I've read. Yeah. I also think I respect the Phillies more as an organization, though, because instead of like just keeping him bogged down, like, hey, go try somewhere else. Maybe you can, maybe you can land somewhere else. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. I actually told hey, him to go to Baltimore or DC. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I think, I think, I think, I think he'll definitely land somewhere. I don't know if it'll be in the majors, but he'll he'll pitch somewhere this year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Cause well, his elbow. He did say his elbow was hurting, so I don't know. Oh, okay. What yeah. that, that could be part so. of it. Um, yeah, and and Kylie and I have talked about this on Bell Smashers before that the Phillies just have a lot of right-handed pitchers in general. Yeah. So maybe if he were left-handed, it would be different. But yeah. unfortunately, like there's a lot of right-handed pitchers, and they're younger, and so that's yeah. just the facts of it as much as we love him yeah yeah and and the minors are is a developmental league so you, they're trying exactly. to develop younger talent i mean i guess it makes sense i was just a little surprised the guy that's been with you for as long as he was he would he came over was it the ken giles trade back in ken giles yeah that have been 2015 yeah. 2016 yeah. something it's, like that yeah. yeah i know for like the loyalty aspect of it right, right. Like, and he came back to the phillies 
uh, in the off season too. Nope. So yeah, it sucks. And Ken Giles also does not have a home right now either. Yeah. Well, I, I don't even oh. what to, I don't even know what he's been up to. I haven't really. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> where, where, where's Velasquez? Velasquez was in that deal, right? We got Velasquez. Pittsburgh. He was somewhere he's last Pittsburgh. year, didn't he? Pittsburgh. Okay. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Oh, Vinny Velo. Vinny Velo. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. yeah well, players Pittsburgh. go to disappear. <laughs> Pittsburgh Pirates. They made a hype video for him. That's right. Yeah, I do remember yeah. that. And I was just yes. like, oh man, Pittsburgh. You they deserve so much better. They, they were, it was they 13 were seconds mistaken. long. Yeah. 2016 20, <laughs> or yeah, 2016. Yeah. yeah, there was 15 strikeouts against Houston, right? This is I think it was his rookie. I think it was like his first career start. Yeah. It was. I was I was so pissed out because I was gonna pick him up in fantasy and I didn't. And it was literally the third week of the season, and I texted I think I texted your dad, Mike. Uh it was it was your dad and, and my brother in law. And I was like, Oh, well, there goes my season. <laughs> or or uh or and, and he was he I think he was throwing a no hitter going in like the fifth he inning was. or something. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm like, Well, there goes the no hitter, or it was the fourth inning. I'm like, well, there goes the no hitter. I was just being negative. And they were like, dude, it's the fourth inning. Like, <laughs> what did you expect? Wasn't it funny? Isn't it funny? Like, the biggest highlight in his career, he wasn't even pitching. He was playing left field. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> his second and his second biggest highlight was when he threw a guy out at first base left handed. He got hit in the that's arm. That's right. That's right. And yep. he threw the glove off and, and yep. or whatever he did. And he threw it left handed. That's right. Guys, this is why we appreciate the team we have right now. Yes. Yeah. A journey. Uh, remember Michael, what's his name? Michael Saunders. We played right field for, yeah, for a minute. Michael Saunders. That's yeah. that's my biggest thing because God a lot of did. people are panicking right now with Reese being gone and Painter's elbow and and just a whole bunch of crap to start the season. And everybody, including me, is used to the crappy bench that we used to have and just subpar team in general. But Dombrowski and everybody there is like better than we've had and yep they have the postseason experience they have all that so they have the next man up mentality before they've had to do it so i'm trying not to panic because it's a whole 162 games yep we got a lot of time and just let's say the pitching was still wasn't great um we have trey turner (laughs) right that dude yeah. Hopefully he picks it right back fifth, up on Thursday. Fifth best, oh. fifth best, fifth best uh, MVP odds. Yep. Trey Turner. Yep. Really fifth? All right. Yep. Wow, I'm hammering that. Yeah, we, we thought about it early on the show. Yeah, what, who would I say was the top five? I think it was Soto, Mookie, Acuna, uh, Acuna, Tatis, which is a weird one, and then Trey Turner. Tatis has spent in 20 games. Mike loves Tatis. Can I just say, Mike loves Tatis. He loves cheaters. <laughs> loves Bonds. It was an accident. Loves Tatis. Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, we're no, not we shouldn't. Yes, he should. Accidental no, cheater. Shouldn't. Yes, he should. <laughs> loves cheaters. Hates Harper. Hates Harper. I do hate Harper. Barry Bonds Love 100% cheaters. should be in the Hall of Fame. The best home run hitter in the you history know, of this sport should be in the Hall of Fame. You know, you know, you know who doesn't cheat? Because of juice. You know who doesn't the MLB cheat? gave basically you know who gave doesn't it to him. They, they endorsed the, the steroid use. Hey, How can you say it's okay, okay for 20 hey, years and then just all of a sudden be like, now we're keeping him out of the Hall of Fame, even though hey, we told you it was okay? Hey, Mike. Go ahead. What? What? Dog? You know who what? doesn't cheat? Who? Nick Sirianni. <laughs> That's why he hates him. That we know. <laughs> I know. Spygate hasn't come out yet. All right? I'm sure, like, I'm sure it's going to happen. I'm just saying. Mike, you like Gabe Kapler too, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. He <laughs> cheats. Like he takes steroids too I for do different like reasons. Kapler. He cheats he also, too. He puts ice cream in his mouth and spits it out. 
Yeah. What? That's a thing. Yeah, you never heard that story? No. Oh, that's man. like cheating. That's like, that's like cheating on your body because yeah, that's, he, you know he, uh, he, 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 you need, oh, oh to get the I, flavor, I, but it doesn't yeah, want to intake. Yeah. Ah, yep. I see. That's a psychopath move. I hate that. Yeah, so that's, that's a psycho move. And that's who himself. would you rather have? Who would you rather have, Girardi or Kapler? Oh, um, Kapler. Kapler, yeah, Kapler. Mike, Mike would take Kapler 100%. over over Skip. Right well, now, over look at what it did. Like the Giants were not a like great team, or at least a great roster. And he took that team, and they won what a hundred games or close to it. Yeah, that was like two years ago. They haven't done anything yeah. in two years. They haven't done anything in like yeah. All right, whatever. And he's got this Mike. I'm saying on his on his hand now. Why did why did this turn into a gay pet Kapler hate uh, podcast? Because well, you because you love him. Because you don't like Ed Kapler. And you hate Bryce Harper. <laughs> and Nick Sirianni. Fair enough. Um, all right. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on. Um, talking some Philly. So we'll uh, yes. we'll have to have you guys We'll on definitely have you guys on. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Hell yeah. Yeah, we're happy to be back. Yeah. So. <laughs> Congrats to you guys on 100 episodes. And thank you guys for thank you. keeping us Thank you. Yes, for thanks thing. for not kicking us off the network. <laughs> Despite me constantly breaking the website. I've thought about yeah, firing Ky- Kylie multiple times. It's it's yeah, she out. knows. She tells it, me. Yeah, it, yeah it happens quite a bit. It does. <laughs> so, uh, we, we appreciate it, and we will well, talk to you guys later. R- yeah, real on. quick, I was real quick. I was gonna say I I, I appreciate the, uh, the 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 as much. Uh, I appreciate the amount of slander you give Mike on the Slack. So. Oh, um, dude, if it's not me, it's got to be you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was gonna say, if it's not me, it's got to be you. So, I got you. So, <laughs> exactly. Fair enough. We we'll talk to you guys later. All right, bye guys. Later. Bye guys. All right, that does it for our final guest. What a what a eventful uh, episode here. Yes, yes. I felt a lot of emotions. You I did. felt a lot it was, of emotions. It tonight. was a roller coaster. My yeah. great idea putting this together. Thank yeah. you. Give me props. Thank you, thank you. It, it well, let's be fair. It was both of our idea, but you know what? Well, I'll, okay. I'll, as much, as much, I, it was going to be. Hold on, hold. On. It was going to be my idea, right. but I wanted, I wanted you to feel like it was your idea. That's so, just what it's no, 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 no. Do. I, I am a hundred percent okay with saying it was a 50-50, But I will say this: as any viewers, listeners, I am going to give Mike his flowers. It doesn't happen much, <laughs> but just the amount of time and effort and work he puts into this he is you know the he he is fired up so um you know just just between producing our show getting it together everything you see um 98 of the of the the uh the website is him so uh definitely giving giving him his flowers it doesn't happen much don't expect it um well much I, going forward i appreciate you saying that um i do and it's like, I'm fi- just... fired up doesn't 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 happen without mike so I mean, I mean, I would like think it doesn't happen with with any of us. Of course, um, of course. But I just, I, I, you are the anchor, and I appreciate you know, that. I think, I think, I think, I think, I, I speak for Chris too. We, we both appreciate everything you know you do for the brand and the show absolutely. and the website. Well, I appreciate that, and and the show kind of started Dom, two, uh, around two years ago. Uh, just me and you, and now we've added Chris. Been a great addition. Um, we've built an entire brand. We've built, you know, a great community of people um, that I just want people to be proud of, to be a part of, if that makes yes. sense. So, and I, I think we've accomplished that. And listen, we still got more to do. You know what I mean? Yep. Still got much more to do. Keep kicking ass and taking names. But listen, this is the uh, this is probably the longest show we've ever done. I'll be honest. 
I'm yes. tired. I got to get to bed. <laughs> before we get out of here, do you guys have any sort of final thoughts you wanted to, to talk about before we before we leave here? I just want to say how excited I am for baseball to start this week. Yep. Um, I am excited for the Sixers to start in the playoffs, uh, even though I don't expect them to do anything. Um, I am excited to see where the Flyers go, even though it's been shitty. Um, I, I'm hoping, it, you know, it seems like things are going in the right direction, hopefully. Um, I say that with caution. But uh, uh, who, who's the last team? Who am I? Th- oh, the Eagles. Uh, hope, hoping we get back there. So yep. uh, being a four for four. Um, it's not the easiest thing to do to to talk about for especially especially during like off seasons and shit like the middle of the summer when the Phillies weren't good two years ago. Um, it, it's it's a grind. So, uh, you know, kudos to all three of us. Absolutely, and stack stack guy Shay coming up. Twenty one episodes yep. of a podcast puts you in the top one percent of all co- podcasts. You guys just hit a hundred incredible feet that takes determination determination to reach. Congrats again. Uh, there you go. Interesting. Yep. People quitting after twenty podcasts. What's that about? Ninety nine percent of listen, podcasts only twenty one episodes. We we've 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 got uh we've got a few that uh <laughs> we 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 know of. So um, yeah, well, to be fair, not... for twenty episodes with you, I, I debated it. So <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> listen. Oh, here we go. My cat. What's going on over there? Wow. Chris, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Would it be 100 uh, episodes without my cat? No, I mean, it wouldn't. Let's, let's be realistic here. Yeah, no, I'm just really excited for, you know, this next 100 episodes, seeing what else we can do, uh, continuing to get fired up. When the Eagles draft Bijan Robinson, I'm going to get <laughs> I'm going to get Dom Number one I'm overall. I'm going to move up Dom, to one. I'm going to get Dom assigned jersey. We'll make that happen, actually. <laughs> But the thing no, is, I, if they if they draft Robinson, he's gonna love him. He's gonna go nuts about it, and he's gonna completely change. You his, guys think I'm team. gonna root against them? I'm not gonna root against them. I just don't want to take him in the first round. That's all. Dom, I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping you get this hit tonight on this parlay. Not uh, not looking good. Well, sixty one fifty seven. Well, I got other games too. But oh, <laughs> and then real quick because we were just talking about it's hard to be a four for four. I just heard this the other day, and I'll be really quick with this. Uh. Parlay guy put in at the beginning of the last year. Eagles to make it to the Super Bowl, Phillies to make it to the World Series, and Sixers to make it to the NBA championship. Wow. Fifty dollars would have won him ten grand. He cashed out at the Eagles Super Bowl like forty two hundred. You guys cashing out there, right? <sighs> wow. Uh, uh no, not right there. And I'll tell not you why. Either. Okay. Well, I'll I'll tell you why not right there. I would cash out probably at some point. I wait till the Sixers get past the first round. I know that's a it's an if or whatever, but if they get past that first round, those th- that cash out, I think would be more. Okay, just something cool to look forward to. That, that's yeah. a crazy wild, and also no faith in the Flyers. Yeah, <laughs> no, that, make, that no. makes sense. If you put the Flyers in there, would have probably won like a million. Yeah, <laughs> fifty yeah. bucks to win one million dollars, but uh. All right, listen, we're going to get out of here. Well, I'm sure next week we could have another rant about Bijan Robinson. I'm sure it'll come up. Um, we'll have more stuff to talk about. There really wasn't much news to talk about this week just because we had kind of a jam-packed show. Um, so, again, I appreciate all the uh, – on the podcast, on the network, all the writers that write for us, the, the great team of people that we have. Um, we wouldn't, you know, be doing what we're doing without all the help of everybody. So, completely yes. um, completely thankful for those those people. And we're going to get out of here. Next week will be 101. We're in the triple digits. We cracked it. So we will see everybody 
next Monday. See ya.